In this bulletin, Football Australia plans to use the full force of its powers to sanction individuals involved in the A-League Men Melbourne Derby pitch invasion. Residents in areas south of Perth told to stay on alert as bushfire emergency warnings remain in place. And in sport, Croatia have beaten Morocco 2-1 in the World Cup third-place playoff. Good afternoon, I'm Assam al with SBS News. Football Australia plans to use the full force of its powers to sanction individuals involved in the A-League Men Melbourne Derby pitch invasion that delivered one of Australian sports' darkest nights. Saturday night's match was abandoned after fans from the Melbourne Victory Active Area stormed the Amy Park pitch with Melbourne City goalkeeper Tom Glover and referee Alex King struck by a metal bucket and injured. Here's 10 Paramount commentator Robbie Thompson describing the incident. Tom Glover is bleeding. He's been hit with one of the bins that they put the flares out in. And these scenes are just everything we did not want to see in this protest. The league is run by the Australian professional leagues, but Football Australia manages judiciary matters and said it would commence an investigation and hand down strong sanctions. The federal government has announced it will provide more than $10 million in additional funding to emergency and food relief providers in the wake of recent floods and cost-of-living pressures. About $7.4 million will be distributed to 84 emergency relief providers across New South Wales, Victoria and Tasmania impacted by flooding. A further $2.8 million will be shared between food relief providers nationally. Residents on the southern outskirts of Perth have been ordered to flee from a bushfire that threatens lives and homes. The evacuation orders are in place for residents in the city of Quinana and Cockburn. Residents are being told they must act immediately to survive. An evacuation centre has been set up at the Success Regional Sports Centre at 359 Hammond Road, Success. Coles has joined Woolworths, Costco, Aldi and Riviera Farms in recalling spinach products potentially contaminated with unsafe plant material. The supermarket giant has recalled several own brand spinach products with use-by dates between the 17th and 22nd of December from stores in New South Wales, Victoria, Queensland, NT, the ACT and Tasmania after similar recalls were issued on Friday. Aldi has also recalled 450-gram packets of the fresh salad co-branded Fresh and Fast Stir-Fry with use-by dates up to and including the 24th of December from Victorian stores. Genevieve Adamo, senior pharmacist, New South Wales Poisons Information Centre, has told Channel 7 a number of people have sought medical help. Well, we're certainly seeing calls from many states and the call numbers are increasing as people become uh, more aware of the recall for different areas. Um, I think we had 88 up until 5 p.m., 3 p.m. yesterday, uh, with 33 of those needing attention either in hospital or with their GP. Rescue teams searching for missing campers caught in a landslide at an unlicensed campsite in Malaysia have recovered the bodies of a woman and two children, raising the death toll to 24. The landslide in Batang Kali, a popular hilly area about 50 kilometers north of Kuala Lumpur, tore through the campsite on Friday while people slept in their tents, killing the victims, including six children. Search and rescue operations continued for a second day on Saturday after a halt overnight due to heavy rains.
Selangor Fire and Rescue Department Director Norzam Kamis says the search will continue for at least another seven days. Honestly, the chances of survival are quite small because it's already the second day. Bodies of victims buried in soil will have less oxygen and if they're buried underneath soil, it can cause breathing problems. But judging from the situation and what we're seeing at the location, the hope for finding survivors is low. Emergency crews have pulled the body of a toddler from rubble in a pre-dawn search for survivors of a Russian missile strike that tore through an apartment building in the central Ukrainian city of Kriviri. The missile was one of 16 that Ukrainian authorities said got through their air defenses among the 76 missiles fired on Friday in the latest Russian attack targeting Ukrainian energy infrastructure. David Miliband, the CEO of the International Rescue Committee, told CNN it is clear that civilians are being targeted in recent attacks. Well, I think there are a couple of things that are very significant about the recent developments in Ukraine. First of all, the pummeling of the civilian infrastructure speaks to a wider trend in global affairs. Conflict is increasingly focused on hitting civilians rather than hitting soldiers. And the majority of victims in war are now civilians. That speaks to the increasingly urban nature of warfare, but also to the tactics that are being used by various parties to conflict. It is increasingly likely Fiji is heading towards a hung parliament with the race for the prime ministership coming down to two former coup leaders. Prime Minister Frank Bainimarama's Fiji First government is ahead in the tally with 42% of the votes, with only a handful of polling booths left to come in as of Sunday morning. Sitiveni Rabuka's People's Alliance is sitting on 36%, while the National Federation Party has just under 9%, and the Social Democratic Liberal Party, Sodelpa, 5 The other five political parties are sitting under the 5% threshold needed to get a member elected to the expanded 55-member parliament. And to sport, Croatia have beaten Morocco 2-1 in the World Cup third-place playoff to leave Qatar on a high after the European side failed to reach a second consecutive final. Mislav Orsic's late first-half strike was enough to settle the contest after two early goals inside the first nine minutes set the tone for a pulsating encounter. Moroccan fans have turned up in massive numbers to support their team in Qatar, their whistles echoing inside the packed Khalifa International Stadium. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Assam Al-Ghalib.